Mahashala opens up the door mm-hmm. and he's dressed in yellow. Mm. Yeah, because he invented that color. Mm-hmm. And he's wearing yellow just for me, bitch. Yes. yes. Anyway, he's got one hand on the mm-hmm. and the other one is holding on to something. And that looks sinful. Mm. Yeah, I know. This is for you, he says. And then he follows up with, try it. Mm. And this is the piece de resistance, okay? Because he then raises it to my lips. Mm. Mm-hmm. And naturally, because I am as God made me, I nibble at the And when I tell you that flavor explodes on my tongue, what? and I know right then, right there, I will never again eat a that tastes so good. Shit. I'm Bim and I'm Nicole and today we welcome you into the fold of Thirst Aid Kit. <sighs> How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I am superb. <laughs> why, are, why are you in such a good mood? Okay. <clears throat> the reason why mm-hmm. I am in such a good mood mm-hmm. is that I woke up and yeah. I thought of the color yellow. Yeah. And naturally, I thought of the man who invented the color yellow. Ooh, Mahershala. That's the one. I love him. I know. I'm so happy. He is the subject, the object, the beginning, the end of, <laughs> of today's episode. He's the alpha and omega. <laughs> he is King Thirst of Thirstville. Uh. I just... I just want to feed him kale. I am hella excited. Um, so anyway, uh, kick your shoes off. Yeah. Have a glass of something chilled. Yeah. I hope our listeners are wearing yellow in tribute. I really hope they are. I mean, I was. Um, <laughs> so anyway, uh, this is First Aid Kit. And welcome. So, Nicole, we are going to be talking a lot about Mahashala's career and all the good things that we want to do with and to him. Mm. <laughs> Wow. Uh, but first of all, we have another edition of uh, a wonderful segment known as Thirst Sommelier. That's right. It's the segment where listeners call in, tell us about their crushes, and then we recommend, based on this original crush, mm-hmm. more people for them to crush on. Right. Today's voicemail is all about Andrew Lincoln. And if you heard the great British Bay Off episode, or even just follow Bim on Twitter, you know that her love for him is cannot be compared like Ugh. it is it is beyond beyond anything that we have ever seen before in the words of sylvester he makes me feel mighty real uh anyway let's listen to this voicemail hi them hi nicole this is erica so your mission if you choose to accept is to find me a recommendation based off of the wonderful deliciously sexy andrew lincoln from the walking dead Ooh. now i know this is Bim's expertise um, besides the fact that he has the most gorgeous blue eyes that you can literally backstroke in. They're so beautiful. He seems very sweet, goofy, and charming. He acts his ass off on Walking Dead, and it helps that his insane chemistry with his fellow co-star, Deny, he has the best kisses with her, is just crazy. He just seems so goofy and endearing, and I just, I just love him. So, ladies, that's your challenge. Find me someone who you think would pair perfectly with Mr. Andrew Lincoln. All right, so, whew. Yeah. First of all, <laughs> thanks, Erica, for calling in. That was a wonderful voicemail. Uh, so I have a lot of complex feelings because 
to be perfectly fucking honest, Erica, <laughs> no one compares <laughs> to my main bay, Mr. Andrew Lincoln, or, you know, as his real government name is, uh, Andrew Clutterbuck. Already too cute for words. Oh, my gosh. That yeah, you I know. know his, like, Fam, government. I'm in. <laughs> I'm all the way in. I've leaned in so far, I can't be straightened ever again. <laughs> but I had a little cast around in my brain. Mm-hmm. I believe that you will also like a man by the name of Richard Armitage. Mm, uh, he's a British like actor. Him. So first of all, they both have something that is my weakness. Big noses. Richard Armitage's nose is big enough that you could board it like a ship. So I'm a big fan of his nose. But more than that, he also has that intense actor thing that you appear to love, Erica. And I love it. I don't know if you've seen Richard Armitage in the BBC adaptation of Elizabeth Gaskell's novel, North and South. Mm. If not, watch it. Immediately. Bruv. I there's a great line in there where he says about you know his departing love is leaving mm-hmm. and he says he's standing and looking at her carriage depart through mm-hmm. a window and he says in this beautiful northern accent and he says, Look back at me. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I heard that I actually melted into a puddle and had to be uh, brought back to life by the emergency services. Anyway, <laughs> the second guy I was gonna think of very quickly is Lenny James. Now Hmm. Lenny plays uh, Morgan on The Walking Dead alongside Andrew Lincoln. There is something about Lenny that I find exceedingly hot. Maybe it's the fact that he has like this really great like London accent. I think it's South London and it just makes me feel comfortable and at home. But also, as Bridget and I discussed on the British Bay Off episode, there's something about a familiar accent that makes you just feel you know, tingly. And Lenny has that. He also has the cheekiest little smile. I I clench when I'm watching him. Like, I'm just so enamored of his talent. And that's not a euphemism. Like, he is just, (laughs) he's so obviously and just intensely talented. So those are my two options. Nicole, do you have anyone that you'd like to throw Erica's way? Yeah, I have one. And it's, you know, it's someone that you, Bim, you kind of make a face at when, you know. Go on. Let's let's hear who it is. So I'm going to say Aiden Turner. He, <laughs> the silence that Bim just gave no, me. Listen, I love Aiden Turner. Go on, please. Okay, yeah. He's an Irish actor. People in the U.S. probably are familiar with him from his work in the Hobbit film series where his face was uncovered. Like a lot of people who are Hobbits, they, were, like, they had a lot of prosthetic makeup and stuff like that. But strangely enough, fortunately enough, <laughs> his face was pretty much left undisturbed. Yeah. He's also in the original UK series, Being Human, where That's he the played, one. Yes, he played a vampire. Yes. Yum. I <laughs> love me some vampires. So that's, the, that's where I fell in love with him also. He has great curly hair, mm-hmm. superb, intense eyes. Mm-hmm. Ugh, just beautiful. And he's currently starring in the series Poldark. Um, his hair is incredible. Just curly, thick, dark hair. He also superb has this hair. little gap in his front teeth. And he has this very mischievous, cheeky smile. He looks like he's trouble, you know, (laughs) like in a good way. In the best way. Yeah. The best kind of trouble. And if he's problematic, I don't know, obviously, because I'm not very aware of like Irish and British news and stuff like that. So (laughs) I don't know like if he's done anything horrible. (laughs) If he has, please let me know. And I will definitely cross him off the list. But Aiden Turner, Mm. hair, Mm -hmm. cheeky smile, Mm -hmm. hair. Yes. What a what a recipe. Um, so I hope that's helped you, Erica. Um, I, like I said, I have, if it's not enough, let me know. I have other options. I just feel like those are the ones that most closely align with what you're looking for. And if any other listeners out there want us to um, help them with their crushes, to give them a, a 
you know, someone else to lust after, please feel free to give us a call. Leave a message at 765-884-4778. That is 765-8-THIRST. If you are internationally based, you can email us at thirstdatekit at buzzfeed.com. Mm-hmm. Just a short little voice message, literally 25 seconds. Just tell us who you lust after and how we can help you. So for those of you out there who may not be familiar with Mahershala Ali, um, I'd like to go through a couple of his um, film and TV credits very quickly because I think a lot of people are familiar with him from Luke Cage and Moonlight, the film. Mm. Um, Luke Cage is the Netflix series. and um, But Mahershala Ali has been around for quite a while. Um, yes, he has. He's kind of experiencing that overnight success that a lot of black actors experience when they're in their 40s or something, when they've actually been doing the work for 20, 25 years, but they don't get the same kind of opportunities as their white counterparts. I mean, for more information, you could go to BuzzFeed.com, the website, and read Nicole's piece (laughs) on this phenomenon. But anyway, back to Mahershala. Yes, so um, Mahershala Ali was actually in a television series called Crossing Jordan Mm -hmm. in the year 2001. Um, he was also in a short-lived series, uh, The 4400. He was yeah. in um, Treme for several episodes, another ser- another TV series called Alphas, before he landed on the series that I think a lot of people know him from mm. as Remy Danton, uh, House of Cards. Ah, yes, House of Cards, mm. uh, <laughs> which has had some drama because of yeah. allegations against its lead star. Right. Um, but yeah, House of Cards was definitely where I saw um, Mahershala, and I thought to myself, oh, yeah, him, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, that was the first time, because I'd seen him in other things. I mean, you've mentioned a couple of his credits. He was also in The Hunger Games. Right. Which is interesting because that's a big old franchise. But anyway, yes. you know, I'd seen him around. I knew of his face. So when I saw him, I was like, oh, cool. This guy's in this. Mm-hmm. Again, like you said, he's someone who I thought, you know, handsome in a way that you can acknowledge, I don't know, the presence of the sun. Oh, it's a sunny day. Yeah. Like, it's fact. He's a right. handsome man. I'm like, oh, that's a handsome dude yeah. who has that great voice and does acting, yes. whatever. But yeah, House of Cards, when he played Remy, which is kind of like a chief of staff type thing, mm-hmm. a situation with Frank Underwood played mm-hmm. by Kevin Spacey. I remember sitting upright and I was like, oh, 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 okay. Mm -hmm. And that was, yeah, that was a real moment of, oh, this is nice. I want it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got a little clip for us, right? Um, So this scene is from the third season. It's season three, episode 12. Okay. Um, And it's basically a scene where his former colleague uh, slash, I guess, love interest. Because again, like I said, I don't watch this. My context is all short. It's all right. Anyway, she's called Jackie. She's a nice lady. She turns up at his house. So in the previous episode, she's asked him to come back and work in the White House Mm -hmm. with Frank Underwood and this whole thing. I Mm -hmm. think, I think. Anyway, she comes to his house, turns up at his house and he's at home looking very much like a snack. Like he's, (laughs) (laughs) he's wearing like this blue like shirt and it's kind of open a little bit. And yeah, Ooh, I love it when men unbutton the top oh, button of a button down shirt. Right. And then he's got his shirt sleeves like yeah, rolled up. up. Mm. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. I don't mm-hmm. think men even realize how hot it is when they roll up. Ooh. Like, shout out to a show nice me, forearm. Yeah, show me the forearms, especially if, you're, <laughs> if they're hairy. Oh, I do like hair. What See? the fuck? You love hair. I do. But not like on the back, though. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god there's so much needless detail I love it <laughs> so anyway he's wearing this blue shirt mm-hmm. looking like a whole entire meal fuck a snack like yeah. he is just a three course meal yeah and he's kind of she's kind of like you know I 
I thought you would come back. And, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, I, I, you know, I pretty much said I wouldn't. I, I, I can't stop thinking about you. She's married. He says to her, like, you're married. And mm-hmm. she was like, yeah. He's like, I thought you were in love with each other. And she was like, not like this. And at home, I was like, uh, same, Jackie, same. Not like this. I'm not the person I want to be. You're who you need to be. Look at what you've achieved. But you did it. You gave it all up in a heartbeat. Anyway, they are kind of, you know, he's, he's put a shot down to it. Kind of right. like, I'm not that kind of guy. Like, You should go. Put this behind you. Okay. I know we had something and this isn't, you know, and he's like, Jackie, look, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So Jackie. Jackie. Oh my god, look at this kiss. Girl, you better come back and get your loving. Yeah, look at him holding onto her waist. And it's just He's got nice hands. He's got great hands. And oh my god, the way he holds her head. Ugh. Mm. And he's looking at her. He's just looking at her. And then they begin taking off their shirts. And then it's over. And he's got this really big watch on. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. Mm. So I was like, yeah, maybe I should start watching House of Cards again because this is magnificent. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't watch House of Cards. I'm not really, I'm not super into um, DC mm-hmm. politics. Power type things. Yeah, TV yeah. shows and stuff. Although I will say Veep is hilarious. But that's a, that's a different subject. Um, so I did not watch that but i kept hearing about this remy character of course you did and um i saw him i was like oh yeah he is handsome i didn't particularly care for a bald head because i like i like like a bald i like a bald head Mm. yeah i'm a big fan of bald heads i like hair that i can grab (laughs) all right so i'm just like wow "Mm." what an insight i'm just saying i mean as well you should this is the venue for it where else are you gonna say this shit right where else can i be free (laughs) to say this shit um so yeah, but I did. I was struck by his voice his because he voice. has a very commanding oh my sweet voice, Lord. and he knows how to modulate. And he's he, an actor. Yes, he's a motherfucking yes. actor, and I love yes. it. I just I mean, <sighs> <sighs> that wasn't even synchronized. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just I feel like I every time I look at Mahashala, I think. I feel like a teenage girl because my overwhelming urge is to put my chin on my hands, like make a bridge with Mm -hmm, my hands, put mm -hmm. my chin on it, and then sigh. Dreamy. (laughs) Because he is actually a dreamboat. He is a handsome, tall, Mm -hmm. deep voice. Mm -hmm. Wears the fuck out of a suit. Come through. Talk about it. I mean, who? How? What gave him the right? Who? Who allowed it? Who signed off on this? Because I want to congratulate them and send them a fruit basket because they did an exceedingly good job. Fantastic. This past summer, Mahershala was featured in GQ, and I was so enamored with his profile and spread. But um, the- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> sorry. You can't say Bim, spread. I'm Bim not is forever a 12-year-old boy. I just, I just want you guys to know that. Um, but the photos were by Peggy Sirota. Oh, and, Peggy. Yeah, She's great. Fantastic. And Carvel Wallace wrote the GQ profile. Yes. So I was looking at it, and I was just like so... Again, just inspired by him because I could see all of his hard work paying off and see how he had just really um, stayed true to himself and, mm-hmm. you know, held the faith of himself. You yeah. Know? He was just like, I'm going to stay true to what I want. It's going to be hard work. I'm going to keep going for it. And mm-hmm. he was able to accomplish some things that, you know, maybe not exactly were his goals, but he kept going. Yeah. And I was so inspired by his smile, the photos, the story, like everything that I wrote about it in my tiny letter. Mm-hmm. So I just want to read like a really quick thing. In Mahershala's smile, I read joy and fulfillment after years of hard work and worry. 
This is a man who understands how he has what he has now, how he had to get there, that it could all be gone in an instant and yet remains grateful and present. This is not to say that he is worry-free now. He still has to watch how others respond to him. He still has trouble flying because of racist, xenophobic paranoia. He still has a family he must provide for, but his hard work is paying off and people recognize it. He's living out his calling and joy beams from him. And I am just so... When you can see someone is happy, it really changes your whole mood. And it just, like, he just makes me feel happy. He makes me feel like if I keep going, I will accomplish all the things that I want. So that's really, seeing him that way just mm. really spoke to me. And it's just like, uh, he's like someone I should pin on my, what is it, my inspiration board yeah. or my mood board or something. Yeah, he is an inspirational guy. I mean, I remember uh, back in February, around the time of the Oscars, just before, mm -hmm. and Shea Serrano, who is a writer on The Ringer, also wrote this great piece. I think he, it was called something like Three Letters to Mahershala Ali. Mm -hmm. And there was a bit where he also addressed his smile. I'm going to read very, very little because yeah. I don't want him to kind of bog us down. But he yeah. said, <clears throat> of Mahershala's smile, he said, it unfolds the way a well-written novel unfolds. And that's to say it does so in layers, in stages, in ways you don't expect, with characters being brought to life out of the ether. It's astonishing. And then he goes on to kind of, uh, you know, talk about what it looks like. He compares it to other people's other people's voices, I mean, mm. other people's smiles. And he kind of, you know, it's wonderful. It's a, it's a really lovely flowery piece. And then the final line, which I love, it just says, he says, it's perfect, that smile. Mm. And I was like, that's exactly, like, there are so many paragraphs you could dedicate to it, but that's essentially what it boils down yeah. to. That he has this beautiful, the smile gives you yeah. so much. It feels... It feels every nook and every cranny right. that you just kind of go, you know what I need? Warmth. It's like, it's just, it's joyous. Mm -hmm. I just love him. It's so beautiful and simple. And the thing, too, it's not what we, um, and I say we very loosely here, would consider a perfect smile, right? Because he has a little bit of a overbite or something. There's a little bit of an arch to his teeth. It's not perfectly straight. It's stuff like that that we see on television on commercials or whatever or you know, certain celebrities come out with a very white, big teeth. Mm. Um, but Mahershala's smile is just very human and very real and you can relate to it. And it just, it brightens the whole day. It does. And to go back to the GQ um, piece that you mentioned, mm -hmm. I have to talk about the photos that Peggy Sirota oh did take. Oh my gosh, yes. Because... We've joked about him inventing the color yellow because uh -huh. he's he's worn yellow before and uh -huh. it looks amazing because he has this beautiful deep brown skin that I just, I, I, I know he's married and uh -huh. he's a respectable man. I really just want to lick his neck and I know, oh my gosh. I, I'm sorry, I don't, <laughs> no, yes. I'm not even, like, right. it's almost not even a sexual thing. Like, I just feel like he'll just taste good. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, do you know what? I could I could have a, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm tongue tied because yeah. I find Mahashala Ali so handsome and beautiful and it kind of I, I'm, yeah I'm a little bit over the top about this because I suppose fancy Mahershala was not a thing I expected like I was just going to appreciate him as a good actor and clearly you know a, a sensible man and also mm -hmm. I have to say this because I am Muslim I remember thinking to myself do you know what if he wasn't married I really feel we could make a good life together me and Mahershala you know just going to masjid having a good time my mom would be so fucking happy <laughs> Imagine us, both of us, moisturized to hell, right? Yeah. Just turning up at the mosque. Yes. Bestowing our love on like the rest of the congregation. Like, guys, this is what love looks like. <laughs> this is black Muslim love. I love it. Aren't you jealous? You yes. should be jealous. I'm jealous right now. This it is, hasn't listen, even happened. All I'm saying is, I know that sounds like not ideally good Muslim behavior to be flaunting. <laughs> 
our love. But I will say this. God is not done with me yet. <laughs> and I am on a journey. And I will get there one day. I but love this, like, gospel praise in with your, with your love for black Muslim I just, love. I'm just, I'm, I, I, my, I just love him. And I just... We keep talking about Mahershala and Yellow from these pictures that he did. But I think we really just need to talk about, just very briefly, how important it is to see black people in color, mm. particularly dark-skinned black yes. people in color. Because mm, I know mm, for mm, me, mm, 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 mm. I'm, I don't think people will consider me dark-skinned, but I, my sister, you know what? I'm sorry, ben, carry on. You are not dark-skinned, but carry on. I just said. <laughs> I know, I was agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> My sister is dark skinned and I know that she had been told for, for a very long time outside of our family, like people in school and stuff, that she could not wear certain colors because mm. it would be too much. It would be bring attention to how dark she is. Mm. It would make her look darker, things like that, yeah. whatever. Colorism is real. It is very real. And so when we have someone like Mahershala Ali, Lupita Nyong'o, um, Viola Davis, yeah. Just all these people who are showing the fuck out in these colors. Yes. Oh, my God. It looks so good. It's and, great. Uh, it's I just chicken hope, soup for the soul, right? Yeah. And I just hope more people are inspired to wear colors and be bright and be okay with this doesn't make me look darker. It makes my skin look amazing. It right. makes my skin look fantastic right and even if it did make my skin look darker guess the fuck what right i'm a dark-skinned black person yeah so you know what the color of my skin is the color of my skin mm. i hope you choke on it motherfucker but anyway yes. that's the story yes. for like i said god is not done with me yet <laughs> um but anyway back to mahashala's yes. beautiful just beyond the physical beauty that right. he kind of manifests one of the things that i loved was when i listened to him on uh, a podcast called death sex and money mm -hmm. and he was talking to anna sale who hosts the podcast and he was talking about his career and the things that he has chosen to do and things he has chosen to not do and he brought up the fact that he chooses not to do explicit sex scenes on camera and uh, here is the clip where he's talking about that on that episode which was recorded at bam in brooklyn so I don't do sim simulated sex scenes, right? And, but I also can't get in the way of the story they want to tell. So it's like, how do we go about doing this and you get what you want and then I don't walk away with just a bunch of just Islam dirt on me. You know what I mean? Just a <laughs> bunch of just muddy spiritual stuff on me. You know what I mean? Just so I can kind of stay true to to my journey and my path, but also not get in the way of the story that needs to be told. It doesn't mean you can't be the love interest. It doesn't mean that you can't be a sexual being in something, but do I need to be like bumping and grinding and doing a bunch of stuff with the girl and flipping her over? Like, nah, I don't really need to be doing that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nah, like, nah. You nah. can suggest some other camera angles. Yeah. yeah, you know, I mean, you know, pan over to the flower shaking. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for, you know, consenting adults mm -hmm. doing things that they are happy doing and he's a performer he mm -hmm. has integrity which again wildly hot to have a man with integrity Jesus right. so there are all these things and I thought that was a really interesting uh, thing for him a very interesting line you hear a lot about female actors um, having a line in the sand about what they will and will not show for mm -hmm. the nudity or whatever and Marshall is you know joining a very kind of proud tradition of kind of going here's what I won't do yeah. which I think is a very interesting um, thing for a man specifically for a man to say mm -hmm. even though technically we don't often get a lot of full frontal dudes anyway right. but to explicitly take it off the table I think is an interesting thing for a, an actor who is really coming into a very kind of explosive career moment to kind right. of say that's great but I will not do this. I, like I said, I find integrity 
superlatively hot. So that yeah. made me feel very good. Even so, though, I did go on a little thread uh, <laughs> <laughs> rant of the things that I would love to see Mahashala uh, do in okay. the future. So I did this is a little thread. I mean, Just a little, it's a little something. I'll post a link. You'll find the thread. Yeah. But basically, I was like... I just want to see him in a series of increasingly elaborate rom-coms. I want to see him. This is one example I said. I said, put him in suits. Put him in shorts on the beach. (laughs) I want to see him tangled, half naked in a crisp, high thread cotton cotton bed sheet. I said also, make him an adorable firefighter. Make him a Yoruba prince, unaware of his royal heritage. Make him a small town vet. I carried on. Make him a determined journalist, principled and strong-jawed. Make him a scientist on the cusp of a discovery that will change our lives. Make him a playboy with a heart of gold. Mm. Or a comedic grifter who's finally met his match. Better yet, make him a doting single father of two adorable girls. Here's... That felt like spoken word. I felt like I was in a club <laughs> and I saw Mahajla on the stage. I'm just saying that there are there is a universe yeah. of roles. Oh yeah, just waiting for him. Just waiting. Just waiting. I just want to see Hollywood just take their heads right. like collectively out, out of, of their, their backsides. Just give him a chance. Give us a chance. Give give us the full breadth of human yeah. like endeavor. Just throw it in there. I want if I end this time on Earth mm-hmm. and I don't see Mahashala as a firefighter, I'm fighting everybody. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, um, his thoughts on non-explicit sex scenes reminds me a little bit of early Denzel Washington, who would not have explicit sex scenes with white women, his Which, white fair enough, um, <laughs> co-stars. <laughs> and it wasn't until later in his career when he was with Sinai Lathan that yeah. we saw Denzel Washington get real nasty on screen Um, (laughs) yeah you did but yeah and then also it it also reminds me of um director ava duvernay who Mm. says that she does not want to do explicit sex scenes she she will show foreplay Mm -hmm. and the morning after after, Mm -hmm. but she won't show the thrusting and all that kind of stuff interesting um because she said that the intimacy is where the power is i'm paraphrasing but that's you know that's where she said like that's the interesting stuff is the before and the after right and I I think that's fascinating. And I wonder, too, if it's also kind of a pushback against the stereotypes, the explicit, yep. way, explicit ways that black people are often portrayed sexually on yep. screen yep. and just in, you know, kind of general mythos of black sexuality. I think that's very, very valid. And I do think that that's something that you have to think about. It's one thing. I mean, I'm sat here a thirsty fan who clearly wants to see my fave topless. Mm-hmm. But I also think you have to look at it in the context of wider culture. Mm-hmm. And have there been representations of black men as mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, wonder bucks? Right. I think absolutely. And I think that is something that you should 100% kind of, if you have the power to, mm-hmm. push back against. And we should, as consumers, be kind of mindful of that. Right. Having said that, <laughs> I just a clean five seconds. I just, I, I just, know, I want to feel like alive, see, Nicole. I, I would just like to see, see his back. I his would, back. I would like to see his back. You know what? I, feel I, have you. To, I have to leave the studio. Just so find me a cigarette. <laughs> I just, I need to go outside and just calm my nerves. <sighs> Marishala. I just want him to have just long life, longevity, mm-hmm. prosperity. Mm-hmm. I love him. Simultaneously, like a distant cousin mm-hmm. who I'm surprisingly close to, mm-hmm. but also like the man who could be the father of my children. Right. It's a very complex place to be. Yeah, I understand. Thank you so I, much. I, I feel you. But that's where I live. Yeah. And I, you know, again, I just felt like he was inspiration 
And then all of a sudden, I saw him, and I was like, oh, huh. Huh. <laughs> you know, because I can acknowledge that he was handsome. Of course. A while ago. Like a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, just goals, right? Like yeah. my career and stuff like that. Goals. Yeah. And then I saw him. I don't even know if it's for, he's, um, I think he's filming True Detective season three yes, or something like that. I'm right going to watch that stupid show for the first time yeah, because same, of him. <laughs> same. And he is clean shaven. And I normally don't particularly, you know, go head over heels for a clean shaven man. I'm sure. not averse to clean shaven. I don't have, I really, I wouldn't say I have a preference, but I do like a beard. If it's, you like a lot of hair. I do. Yeah. I'm uh-huh. very into bald dudes and I don't yeah. mind clean shaven. So it's a lot. I get it. So I saw him clean shaven and I was like, he looks fucking good with no <laughs> facial hair. Your eyes are so white right now. I love it. <laughs> it's it's very rare uh-huh. that when you go when you see a man go from having facial hair to being clean shaven that you're like, oh yeah, I would. Yeah. Still, still. Um, but I would, and it was just like, oh, you know, it's just. <laughs> I feel like I feel like today's theme <laughs> is trailing off dreamily. <sighs> like we're just kind of like, yeah. And another thing. <sighs> He just, um, <laughs> and again, I think part of it too was, again, these were like uh, paparazzi shots, I think maybe, oh, or something they? like that. Um, but he just looked really happy. Mm. He was smiling and it was a genuine smile, probably like a full th- fucking grin. Probably thinking about his wife and kid, you know? Maybe and so. And his little black cat. He has a black yes. cat because he's politically black. Like, I love it. Like I'm, he, I'm throwing up a fist right I, now. I can, I'm throwing up a fist right there with you. He has a black cat because he's a proud black man. Yes. And I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm allergic to cats, but I could learn to live with a I cat. love cats, so I am like <laughs> super in love with him now. But oh. yeah, Mahershala, we, we really love you. And we'll be right back after the break to talk more about Mahershala's career, including Luke Cage and how 2017 was his biggest year yet, thanks to the Oscar-winning film Moonlight. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of Mahershala's bigger roles or some of the roles that he's uh, more known for. There is a fan-made clip from Luke Cage that I really want to play for you. Yeah. Uh, Luke Cage is a Netflix series where Mahershala starred as Cottonmouth, the big bad of the series. Yep. And we've talked about Mahershala's voice and how commanding it is. But we need to talk about his laugh mm. and the way that he uses his laugh as yeah. dialogue. <laughs> okay, so you were grinning the whole yes. time. Yes, <laughs> you had the biggest machine-eating grin on your face because it's also he's smiling while he's laughing, so he's doing that grin. Yeah. You know, it's not his full genuine no. grin, but it's still it's still magical. Yeah, it is magical. It's just his laugh sounds like you know that Michael Jackson gif where mm. he was watching Shaggy perform and he goes, yes. oh, I love this song. Yes. Every time I hear Mahashala laugh, I'm like, oh, I love this song. It's so beautiful. <sighs> and then, like I said, he uses it as dialogue, right? Yeah. It's a yeah. punctuation. It is a threat. It is joy. It is all of that. And he knows how to change the tone yeah. of his laugh to get whatever he's trying to get across. across. And I love that. I, I, It's beautiful. Modulations, bitch. Like, he uh. just... He just he, he, his voice basically goes to where he needs it to go, mm-hmm. and he's a perfect judge of it. I need it to go to it. my ear, all right, and, and my neck. Okay, and there's like a little spot underneath yeah. the my my shoulder uh-huh. blade. Yeah, yeah it could yeah. go there. You, <laughs> I, 
I feel like I should leave this dude. I feel like <laughs> you want some alone it, time. It was a rough day today. The train, <laughs> the trains in New York are whatever. Yes, and sometimes when you have a long day on the trains, mm-hmm. all you're thinking is, so there's a spot beneath my shoulder blade that I feel like Mahashala's voice could really. Yes, I get it. I fully yes. understand it. I don't never explain yourself more than you need to. I get it. <laughs> I want you to understand that I also understand. Mm, thank I just, you. I appreciate uh, that. Um, yeah. So. House of Cards, Luke Cage, and then the film Moonlight that yeah. really helped elevate him yeah. into the spotlight. Won him the Oscar. So Mahershala is not in every scene of the movie mm. Moonlight, but he's so impactful. His mm. presence is so powerful that it led to him getting an Oscar, and rightly so. Mm. Like That's something I don't think anybody could contest because yes. his, his presence was amazing on screen, and it really... I was choked up a lot in in the movie watching him because he was so compelling. I cried uh, when I saw that film for many reasons. Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm. Marshall's role doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, make me want to cry, mm-hmm. but the film as a whole does. Mm-hmm. The thing that kind of got me about his performance, truly, mm-hmm. was yeah, you've mentioned how he's commanding. He's got this presence. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's very much in charge mm-hmm. of his life and. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not a necessarily desirable life, like, right. you know, from the outside, he's not exactly a clean-cut good guy. Right. But there, the scene where he is essentially Little's father figure yeah, reached inside my chest and then held my heart. Like, and when I say held, I mean, they cra- those moments cradled my heart, much like the way he cradles Little yes. when they are in the, in the ocean. Yes, he's teaching he's how to bobbing. swim. Yeah. And then I read an interview later where the kid who plays, you know, young Chiron is kind of like, actually, you know, Mahashala sort of taught me how to swim because I can't swim. Like, I was learning for real in those oh. shots. Let your head rest in my hand. Relax. I got you. I promise. I'm not going to let you go. Hey, man, I got you. And it just, uh, and that's when I thought to myself, so I'm going to marry him and we're going to have children <laughs> and then he's going to teach our babies how to swim. I just, ugh. I, th- those moments I thought, I was looking at him and he has, you know, he has a great face. He has, we've, mm-hmm. you know, we've spoken about his physicality and his voice mm-hmm. and the, you know, the way he laughs. Mm-hmm. I think his eyes are yes. incredibly potent. I think yes. they carry so much weight. They... They imbue every scene with real meaning. He does these amazing looks where he, you can look at his eyes and what he's telegraphing is so clear. Yes. And this is what I mean when I say in that kind of slightly poncy way, he is an actor. Like yes. he's acting, but it, he's wearing it very lightly and you feel it's very naturalistic and you don't, you're not looking at him and going, oh, look at that dude performing. Mm-hmm. You just like, look at that dude. Mm-hmm. He is, he, he, I just, watching him in Moonlight, I think felt to me like I left the cinema and I thought to myself, oh, he's going to win awards for that. Mm-hmm. And then he did. And that yeah. wasn't even like me being particularly insightful. That was just the fact of the matter on the screen. I yeah. was like, well, this dude is going to win awards because yes. this is fucking amazing acting. Yes. One of the scenes that I, I had to get some tissue because I feel like I just thinking about it was going to make me emotional. But one of the scenes that really stood out to me was when um, Herschel's character, Juan, is... Um, they're at the dinner table yes. and young oh Chiron yeah. has been called a terrible name and he's trying to figure out what does that mean mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And Juan is so clearly uncomfortable because he knows it's a painful subject. He knows the truth about Chiron. Mm-hmm. Um, he knows that Chiron is going to have to go through this for the rest of his life, particularly yeah. in their environment where they are. Yep. But he pushes um, Juan pushes through his own discomfort to try to set this child at ease, and it was amazing. Am I a faggot? No. No. You could be gay, but 
You never let nobody call you no faggot. I mean, unless... How do I know? You just do. I think. It gives me chills just to even, like... It was so, so good. It was very much a, a good father figure role. And you can yeah. just see where Mahershala Ali is just, he is letting this character live yes. through him. And it yes. was just a really beautiful moment. If you yeah. have not seen Moonlight, please rectify that as quickly as you can. Yep, yep. And you thinking about that, that thing about somebody pushing past moments of discomfort mm-hmm. to kind of get to a place where we're both human and we're interacting. Yeah. And it makes me think of the speech he gave when he won um, an award at the SAG Awards where he was talking about his mother who is a Christian minister, mm-hmm, I think, and he's mm-hmm. obviously a Muslim who converted mm-hmm. to Islam in his 20s. My mother is an ordained minister. I'm a Muslim. She didn't do backflips when I called her to tell her I converted 17 years ago. But I tell you now, we put things to the side and I was able to, I'm able to see her. She's able to see me. We love each other. The love has grown and that stuff is minutia. It's not that important. It was such a mature heartwarming, excellent speech. Like, you know what? This is an award for this, that, and the other, whatever. Mm-hmm. Here are some other things. Right. And he looked genuinely choked by it. He yes. looked like someone who was kind of like, it felt to me that he was realizing things that he probably already knew, but this film really gave him like a really fantastic outlet, working with all the actors that he worked with, working with Barry Jenkins, working with, you know, the screenplay, uh, the screenplay uh, writer, um, Terrell Alvin McCraney, like mm-hmm. people who were just... I feel like he left the set of Moonlight and he was like, yeah, I've learned something else. And then after that, he basically came home mm-hmm. and carried on telling us what he learned. And I just I just love that he he's someone who I can see having this long, long career. And I hope he keeps getting really interesting, challenging work that he keeps, you know, surprising himself and us. I just want him to have, like I said, I feel watching Mahashala is like eating emotional kale. <laughs> like it just it fills me up mm-hmm. I'm just I, my my heart is full I do feel that I am being nourished <laughs> like when I look at him mm-hmm. like, you know we've mentioned the fancying yeah. which I think is a given because look at him right but it's so much more right yeah. he really I mean as much as we can call a celebrity that we don't know a complete package that is Mahershala Ali, yeah. a complete package. Yeah. All right, everybody. Now we're at one of my favorite portions <laughs> of the podcast, and I hope it's yours. The Drabbles, our Yay. fanfic portion. Although, to be fair, it feels a lot like this whole episode has been one long, like, stream of consciousness travel. I know. That's kind of what we're going for. But yes. <laughs> this is specific, dedicated fanfic. Exactly. I see. I see. Um, I'm going to read mine first. Okay. okay. I'm so, I'm so, can I just say, I am so wildly excited for fanfic this week. <laughs> I just, God, he's a tonic, isn't he? Anyway, uh, go on, please. Okay. <clears throat> Mahershala is in the kitchen and refuses to tell me what he's making. He's banished me to the patio where I'm reading over a script he thinks he wants. It's another lead that dies halfway through. Should he take it? Is he being typecast as an emotional crutch? 
He knows the answers to his own questions, but he makes me feel a part of the process. It's one of the many reasons why I love him. <laughs> Another reason is how that careful attention to picking his life's work spills over in other parts of his life. The kitchen, the bedroom. <laughs> he finally joins me on the patio, a dinner tray weighing down his hands. I barely glance at it, his smile a distraction. He is proud yet nervous, hoping to please despite knowing he always does. He sits next to me, his hands on my thigh, watching me eat as I watch him preen, the sky in front of us blue like a Sunday of no worries. <sighs> Be my husband, Mahashala. <laughs> Be mine. I might convert. I don't know. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we can I, we can talk. Let me tell you something. As a lifelong Muslim, mm -hmm. the faith would suit you so well. <laughs> oh my goodness! Come okay. on, through, sis. I I I I will look into it. I just I'm, want you. I want you to just consider the name Khadija. Just something for uh, you to think about. Okay, I, I'll think about it. That's all I'm saying. Okay, all right. Okay, so it's funny that you mentioned Mahashala's uh, smile because guess the fuck what? <laughs> <laughs> what Bim? <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> I'm so evil. Yeah, good. <laughs> oh my god. I just I feel so full. Yeah. Anyway, so uh my drabble is uh it starts with a smile, it ends with a smile. It's mm. everything. Okay. okay. <clears throat> Here it is. Mahashala's smile is like looking at the sun. Mm. It rises like it too lifting at the corners very slowly before blooming into something that fills my chest with warmth. We've just been to see a film and I was standing in line in the cinema's cafe waiting to order ice cream because he knows I like to eat ice cream either before or after, but never during. He asks me if I have my lactate pill because my lactose intolerance is something I mentioned in a fit of nervousness on our very first date. In a mild huff, I tell him I have it. That's why he's smiling. I can't help but smile back. I mean, have you seen his smile? Mashallah, I say under my breath. He is beautiful. <laughs> you see how I wove some elements of religion yes. into it? Because I feel like <sighs> I just I want to pray with him. I'm just going to oh. put that out there. I feel like maybe you should not. I feel like <laughs> you would <laughs> dirty up the prayer. I just. I, I don't know. <sighs> I would never dirty up the prayer. He okay. would keep me on the straight and narrow. Hey, oh anyway, all I'm saying is uh, God bless Mahashala. Yes. Bless God bless life. God bless our hands for writing these drabbles. Mm -hmm. And God bless you listeners. Please, please let us know which one of these two stories you like. Uh, let us know. Uh, you can tweet us at ThirstAidKit. Yay. To let us know which drabble you prefer. And if you have a Mahershala Ali fanfic you want to send our way, a drabble, four to five sentences, no more. Please send that to us at ThirstAidKit at buzzfeed.com mm. and remember now that so many people have the 280 characters you could even give it to us via twitter so just something for you to consider 
And we have a Drabble that a listener sent in. I'm so excited. (laughs) Um, This is from listener Laquana. She sent us a little fanfic about Mr. Keanu Reeves. Oh, my God, Nicole. I love this fic. Yes. It's uh, it's a little bit long, but we have selected just one line that I think kind of uh, sends across. It telegraphs perfectly the content, which we will post on our Tumblr, which is at thirstaidkitpodcast.tumblr.com. But Mm -hmm. here is Laquana's fantastic uh, little little line of uh, amazing drabble magic <clears throat> you ready yep go for it okay needless to say we did not make our dinner reservations that night laquana <laughs> <laughs> <Hey. laughs> listen <laughs> i she love just, it she just basically she did it the most elegant fade to black ever needless to say of yes. course uh, kiana and i were engaged we we're playing scrabble <laughs> uh, or whatever the hell adults do, but good job, Laquana. We yes. we loved we loved that thick. Uh, as soon as it came in, we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> Does your soul feel rested? Yeah. Do you feel uplifted, sister? I do. I do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So uh, thank you, listeners, for joining us uh, in this wonderful, <laughs> wonderful journey where we got to celebrate our man in yellow. Mahashala Ali. First Aid Kid is produced by Julia Ferlan, Eleanor Kagan, and Agarnesha Shagre with editing help from Meg Kramer. Our music is by Tanya Morgan. You can follow the show on Twitter at Thirst Aid Kit. Find us on Tumblr at thirstaidkitpodcast.tumblr.com. And don't forget to leave us a message if you require the services of the Thirst Sommeliers on 765-884-4778. That's 765-8-THIRST. And you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Bimadew, which is B-I-M-A-D-E-W. And Nicole is at TN Whiskey Woman, which is TN Whiskey with an E, woman. Thanks again to Death, Sex, and Money. You can hear the full Mahershala interview at deathsexmoney.org. And we will link to it also on our Tumblr. Uh, In the meantime, you can do us a huge favor. That is, you can go to Apple Podcasts and drop us a review. Uh, What the reviews do is they help other people to find Thursday Kids. And it also lets us know, you know, when you think we're doing something that you like. And please feel free to live tweet your listening session using the hashtag TACPOD. That's T-A-K-P-O-D. We love seeing your reactions. 